0: Please note, people, this podcast is rated 18A. It contains coarse language, nudity, adult themes, and is not suitable for younger listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Bum bum. Oh, I just... Um, Bum bum.
1: If you are looking for a podcast that's all about Asian fusion cuisine... A podcast that dissects the secret messages from the Illuminati... Ooh, i like I that idea that's great <laughs> surprise we're changing it up a podcast that teaches you the ins and outs of bitcoin i'd like to learn or a podcast oh. that is family friendly i'm talking to you dad oh boy <laughs> then this is not the, not podcast, the podcast for you. you get over it move on
0: <laughs> Hi. Hi, girl. Girl, you're frozen again. This thing is crazy, but you got a big smile on your face. So it's frozen on a great picture of you. Oh, good. I hope it doesn't look too manic. It kind of just keeps coming in and out of, of freezing. But you know what? It's this amazing. The audio quality. Oh, there you go. I can see you now. Look at that. You look great.
1: Thanks, girl. I used a deep waver on my hair. I like I actually, it. Actually, I was in line at London Drugs waiting for my prescriptions. And this lady behind me just goes... I love your hair, and I was like, "Thank you." I tried today, and she's like, "I could never do that with my hair." I'm like, "Yes, you absolutely could," but I was like looking at her. I'm like, "No, she couldn't. <laughs> her hair was too fine. She didn't have enough of it." Um. Anyway, and I was like, "I don't have a really good stylist." Blah blah. blah.
0: Anyway, that's great. So, what did you say? You said you're a deep wave. Like, is that what, what is waver? that? Deep
1: It's a it's a hot tool, a styling tool. Mm. It's kind of like a clamp with um what does it look like it's like tongs but different and it creates these like beachy sort of waves crimper like a crimper but like like modern like thick crimping i also have a regular crimper and what is it called again a deep waver? deep deep waver Um, look for that on amazon do it i got mine is a is bedhead um brand and I've, i've yeah i don't ever regret it it takes two seconds because like, oh, and just like, don't leave it on your hair for like more Oof. than four seconds. Because yeah. a friend of mine, like years ago, her hair actually burned off. <laughs> anyway, she's like, yeah, I left it on too long. And just like just a big chunk of hair had burned right through. I was like, oh, shit. Anywho's. Oh, look at that. Deep
0: waver iron.
1: Yeah. And so you have bedhead and it's purple and silver. That one? Yeah. Per- yeah. Middle. Yeah.
0: Oh, Deep Waiver, Making Waves, Ceramic, S-Waiver, Hot Tools.
1: There's a whole world of stuff out here I didn't even know about. Oh, let me introduce you. Um, you're also wel- um, welcome to borrow mine if you want to just try it. Ooh. I can bring it on Friday. Cool.
0: Okay. I-, I can just keep doing my research too. Yeah. Um, at a more appropriate time. Sorry, listeners, I'm just shopping. <laughs> oh my God. I've been doing so much shopping, in fact, I and all my stuff arrived. In the last week, I got myself uh, a collection of, of plastic trays for for planting seeds and some Ooh. special soil for succulents. I got some rare succulent variety seeds and a grow lamp. And oh. I am going to try my hand at um, growing succulents from seeds that are very rare and hard to do. And um, I've watched the videos. I'm prepared. I've uh, I'm, I'm, you can that's do my it. plan today. That's what I'm going to do. That's exciting. Good
1: luck. I, I always, Just don't just be careful. You don't overwater them. I have killed all my aloe plants, all my succulents time and time again.
0: It happens. I got it. Water it's t- it's beware. It exactly. Is. And also speaking of shopping, maybe we should take a moment to think about uh, money that could be spent somewhere. Awesome. Like fansets. We'd like to take a moment to thank them for being our sponsors. We thank you fansets. If you like pins, and you like pin accessories, you should go check them out at fansets.com. You should load up your cart, use our special discount code, rewind, which is in all caps. Cause at checkout, if you do that, you get 10% off your entire order. And Ugh. if you're in the U S and you spend over 30 buckaroos, you get free shipping and man, they've got some new stuff because they were in this TLV and they had some pretty cool pins. There's Dr. Pulaski, Guinan, oh. Admiral Vance, a uh, Discovery Season 3 uniformed Michael Burnham Jet Reno. Unbelievable. Pulaski. Pulaski.
1: Fansets. And our pin set character. And we thank our friends at Fansets for being our sponsor. Yeah. Heck yeah. Fansets. sets right, girl. What's going on with you? Tell me I'll about tell- your life. I'll tell you right now. I went on a vacation to Ontario. So. What? I, I don't really recommend traveling during the pandemic. It wasn't mm-hmm. awful, but, uh, you know, you have to wear a mask as soon as you walk into the airport and you cannot take it off until you walk out of the airport on the other side. And fine, but that just meant that, you know, we we're wearing our masks forever, which is whatever. Um But we had a great time. We were visiting John's folks and we ended up extending our stay an extra week so we could put as much distance as possible between us and work. Though poor John definitely had to work a few days on the terrible fires that are going on here. So felt bad for him. But um, yeah, anyway, it's his work never ends. But here are some things that I saw. Okay, first of all, born and raised in Victoria on this island on the West Coast, Pacific Northwest So I saw some, like, wildlife I have never seen before, including a blue jay. Oh! I saw, like, two, and they really are blue and really pretty. That's why Uh, the team is called the Blue Jays. That makes sense. Toronto, Ontario. I'm learning so much. I saw a teeny little toad, like, smaller than a quarter. Aw! Little one in my hand. I'll send you a picture. I saw a chipmunk. We're talking Chip and Dale chipmunks. Oh, my gosh. With little like, stripey stripes? Yeah. Yes. I'll send you a picture. I saw a grasshopper, and I put it on my hand, and it was trying to eat my knuckle. And I was like, you silly. No. And John's like, oh, God, what? I saw a katydid, which is like oh. a grasshopper, but like bright green. Ooh. And they they hang out at night. And then I also saw a cannabis plant that is taller than me. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> there you go yeah um I went whitewater rafting on the largest commercial <laughs> the largest commercially raftable raft rapids in North America and I, I, I also I also saved John's life oh, when he, no. yeah when he fell in trying to pull our guide from the water so we got stuck and our guide trapped, kept trying to reposition us like there was 12 people in the boat and there were seven boats or something we got stuck on this rock and so <laughs> he he ended up like falling in trying to push us out and John's trying to pull him up and he falls in and I'm like nope and I grab him and I just pulled him out of the water with the strength of a thousand waterfalls and he was like how the hell like what the hell I just what and people are like woo! and so superhuman strength x-men I know. And then um, because our flight home was delayed an hour, we missed our connection in Montreal. So we had to stay the night. But I will tell you right now, I enjoyed a quintessential Montreal meal of popcorn, shrimp and Caesar salad at a restaurant named Mike's attached to a 14 screen multiplex theater in the flight path of the airport. So, <laughs> I had a great time. Wow. And- and then I also, throughout those two weeks, I ate poutine like five times, including once on the plane, which is terrible. Mm. And I also let some of John's family know about the podcast, uh, our podcast. So if we gain any more fans or listeners, it's because of me. So. Oh my
0: God. Shout out to all y'all over in Ontario.
1: Whoop, whoop. Love it. Yeah. I had a the restaurant named Mike's. I was like. Sounds good. Well, the popper and shrimp were delightful. Oh,
0: it's popcorn shrimp. You can't go wrong.
1: Yeah, I know. How are you? What's new?
0: Nothing much is new with me. Oh, I got, I got my new, got my new job. So that's exciting. Oh,
1: yeah. Uh, I got a new job. Got a new job. Nice.
0: Um. Okay. Do you remember last time we were talking and I told you about how I ran into this artist at Cherry Bomb, who's like a fantastic Star Trek artist. Am I was telling yes. you all about it? So um, she's, doing some collaborative work with gold bubble clothing It's like a it's a u.s company that does really cool cosplay but not cosplay it's like like they make like a really cool party dress that's based off of the wesley crusher like gray with the stripes they do really original like neat things she's teamed up with him and she's doing a silk kimono with the portrait of spock that she did on the back and i'm just like waiting for that thing to drop i'm gonna buy it look at that
1: hold on and it's like a
0: creamy like
1: oh long, my god that is kimono.
0: amazing it's so yeah there it is look at that that's so dope
1: you need to get it i want to get it
0: i want to get it to support her and i want to get it because it's super bad badass it was that that was actually taken at star trek las vegas so um, she was there their debut she wasn't there no but the oh. the prototype was there it's going to be available for sale in um
1: september that's amazing isn't that cool oh so
0: god. check out gold bubble um clothing okay if you can it's it's pretty dope they got some really neat stuff i'm going to show you that right now the here's some of their um starfleet dresses so the skirt looks like the saucer of the ship and then it's oh like my the different God. yeah they got some really cute stuff i've seen people wearing their stuff at the convention i'm always like where's like, the that's like discovery and like or oh, there's all different types of things so
1: oh i'm really a lot uh, here i was thinking like i'm not gonna buy anything else yeah no oh so i have to get it I have to get them um, all oh, they're I are cheap well they're not cheap but like reasonable yeah reasonable or
0: something super original like
1: totally sure
0: like you you wear it to a convention and you're gonna see people wearing the same thing as you but outside in like life you're like gonna oh be yeah person with something that cool right so exactly <clears throat> um outside of that I mean yeah, my only thing going on in my life is that I'm going to be trying the succulent thing. I'm going to try and grow some really rare succulents. That'll be fun. Yeah, Um, starting new jobs. So that's going to be my focus and it's going to be no more flex days and it's going to be a lot of work in the beginning. So I'm just going to kind of ease on into having some probably pretty quiet weekends to give my brain a rest. And, uh, I'm cool with that. I'm ready for it. I'm ready for a challenge.
1: Congratulations again. Thank you. I'm excited. Um,
0: and what else have I got for you? I got some. I, I tried to look for some really cool stuff that came out of STLV to share with you. Um, I've seen on Twitter a number of folks tweeting out that they've gotten home safe and have gotten a COVID test and they've had negative results, which is very good. Good, but a few Excellent. people have, I guess, announced too that they tested positive. So everyone's being extra careful and making sure to do their due diligence. Until they get home and get tested and be smart. But apparently, you had to have a positive. You had to have people wearing bracelets to get. Entry into the convention that they'd had their vaccines or they had to take tests to get to the convention. So they did a very good job creation of trying to make it as safe as possible. And then I saw like people were having their photos and there'd be a glass divider between the actor and the person. But then some people were doing really funny photos where they'd be like up against the glass, like Denise Cross, you're like trying to get to the person. (laughs) So that's pretty cool. Like they try to make the best of it. So it's nice to see that the people who did go, they had a good time. And I hope that everyone's fine and healthy and
1: there's no issues.
0: Robert Beltran, uh, Mr. Oh. Chakotay was there, and he hinted that he might be making an appearance on the new Nickelodeon cartoon, Prodigy. That's going to have Janeway. Fine, so I guess got a he'll great be voice. totally
1: um, more like
0: Chipote, Chicote Yay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was a stress. <laughs> oh, you worked hard for that one.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: the Discovery actors that were there, including Oded Fair. <sighs> Um, they were talking a lot about the challenges of, of working on set because of COVID and how much they were like, sometimes we got in trouble because we were laughing and we weren't supposed to be laughing without our masks. And like, we, yeah. we were all so excited when we finally got to see each other, but some of it felt really lonely because we had to like, you know, that was some of the challenges that they were talking about. And then next year, the convention is taking place later in August. I think oh. it like, starts on the 22nd and it's going to be at Bally's on the Strip. Because the Rio's doing their um, renovations.
1: I mean, I'm glad that it's going to be like on the strip. But also, Bally's is like the hotel that you just you go to only because you have to go through it. Because the monorail lets you off there. And you want to just like... Yeah. <laughs> there is no other I, reason to go to Bally's. <laughs> I stayed Except there the once.
0: Harley, the Harley Davidson store is good. Yeah, I stayed there once. It was, it was nice, actually. Oh, and it's oh, attached oh, to Paris.
1: Yeah. Very convenient yeah. location. It's yeah. you know what? That's huge because at the Rio, and even at the Hilton, even though the Hilton was on the Monorail track, um, and Rio had the shuttle going going to the strip and back and all that kind of stuff, it just felt like it was just like that. You couldn't walk to the strip. And uh-huh. now having it back on there, that makes sense.
0: And it gives people more options for places to stay too. If they don't want to stay Absolutely. at the hotel, they want to stay somewhere cheaper or whatever. Like they're yeah. Yeah. I, I like it and I don't because then it's like it's too much around the public. There's gonna be too many like people around that i don't want people being like uncomfortable like someone's making fun of me because i'm like i hope that we just like take it over so i'm hoping to go next year i hope i i really would like to that's my hope. well i
1: like i yeah (sighs) who knows who knows that would be great though it would be great yeah and to see everybody
0: yeah i'm i'm hoping that a year from now it would be okay to go but
1: yeah
0: i don't know you never know it's it's
1: like a box know. of chocolates.
0: <laughs> you never know what you're gonna get. Okay, so my chocolates keepin- are melted. <laughs>
1: um, so we're
0: keeping with the theme of um, last time when we did this. I wrote a synopsis yes. for yes. Haley to yes. read. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And now yes. Haley wrote one for me, and she's been teasing at me all week about how it's the funniest thing she's ever written. I'm gonna die laughing. Uh, I'm gonna pee myself.
1: You should probably I'm a little people, nervous. You should probably tell people what we watched.
0: We didn't watch Inner Light. I got I got out of it again. <laughs> <I'd> even, <clears throat> I even had tweeted like a Haley's making me watch Inner Light and it was like an eye roll gif of somebody. And yeah. I was like, oh god, I don't want to wa- I don't want to watch it. I just don't want to watch it. Watch I've it? seen it, I know yeah. exactly what
1: happens. I don't need
0: to see it again. He but... plays
1: the flute at the end. Done. Oh, <laughs> oh god. Um Okay. But instead of Inner Light, we watched Descent Part 1. Mm-hmm. Are you ready?
0: Yeah. The episode opens with a classic holodeck scene of poker between Data and famous historical figures, including Stephen King, Albert Einstein, and oh, Sir Isaac Epstein. Neutron. Epstein. Albert Epstein (laughs) and Sir Isaac Neutron. Sir Isaac is a real douche and doesn't understand the point of playing poker. Data says he enjoys playing with his shipmates and ripping them off by cheating to win. Riker calls red alert, which means dinner is ready. (laughs) Data ends the program as his appetite is out of control. He knocks over his chair and yells, I hope it's mac and cheese. He doesn't eat. I know. Uh, Oh, God. On the bridge. D- Dorn says that <laughs> Dorn says that there's a ship orbiting a planet that isn't like anything Starfleet's ever seen, even though it looks like a generic spaceship from other episodes. When Picard asks for the ship to be shown on screen, the enterprise comes face to face with a ship that doesn't seem to have any detectable life forms on board. The away team transports to an outpost on the planet and identify multiple dead Starfleet members. <laughs> One I thought of them the- were Starfleet. One of the wounds appears to be from a Ferengi weapon. Data bypasses a door and reveals a Borg. They sound Swedish. Theme song. I sing loudly and off key (laughs) through the whole thing, clutching my personalized faux mink blanket of Picard on his knees, yelling that there are four lights. A small, slightly faded, poured wine stain on his face from sangria I made with some red wine that was left a half open from a barbecue three years ago. (laughs) So accurate. It's not even funny. It's
1: like I was there. It's like you were there. State. Uh, okay <laughs> from sangria you have a- anyway you know i love sangria
0: oh mm. uh, the borg and a bunch of his cronies start firing at the away team with the laser accuracy of stormtroopers the ship starts attacking the enterprise The away team is a piece of shit shot as well, but Riker manages to kill one of the Borg. Another Borg tells Riker he'll pay for what he's done, which is weird because I don't think they use money in the future. (laughs) I also thought there was a hive mind, not individual thoughts. The Borg continue their attack on the away team. Data faces off with one and manages to subdue him by saying the words all children dread when they're having fun throwing rocks at passing cars. Stop it! Data's emotions get out of control and he strangles the Borg to death. The Borg are transported away. The alien ship breaks orbit with the Enterprise firing photon torpedoes after it. Riker, seeing how Data acted, is like, bro, you good? And Data's like, I got mad, man. (laughs) Because of Data's unusual behavior, he requests to be relieved of duty. (laughs) Duty. Diarrhea. (laughs) Riker is, debriefing, <laughs> Riker is debriefing the captain and says the Borg weren't acting Borg-like, but rather as single entities. Michael Dorn agrees. <laughs> Troy references Hugh, and Crusher suggests Hugh might have influenced the behavior of these Borg. Borgs? Ice Borg. Borgs? Iceborgs? <laughs> Picard wants to investigate. I grabbed my stuffed Tribble and asked what he thinks they'll find. He doesn't answer because he's angry with me that I didn't take him to Wendy's for a Baconator earlier. It's all wrong. <laughs> Who wouldn't want a Baconator?
1: Well, from, yeah. I love Baconators. I've never had a Baconator. yeah.
0: Meanwhile, Jordi is scanning data and they don't find anything wrong with him other than he's an insufferable ding dong. Data <laughs> thinks he's experienced his first emotion and Jordi is like, how the hell would you even know? So, Data asks Jordy to explain what being angry feels like. And Jordy thinks for a moment and starts to sing softly. I want you to know that I'm happy for you. I wish nothing but best for you both. Ultimately, though, he can't explain what it feels like to Data. Data provides Jordy with details on the hit album Jagged Little Pill by Alanis Morissette, but Jordy has already walked away. <laughs> That bitch ambassador who likes hors d'oeuvres is somehow in Picard's ready room. She grills Picard about why there are no appetizers, and then he berates, and then berates the captain for not killing Hugh. Picard is like, "Bitch, first of all, replicate your own cr- crudites. crudite,
1: not, crudite, crudite,
0: crudites. <laughs> I'm like, "Is that a?" creature, crudité, and I'm not going to kill someone. It's against my ethics and shit. The ambassador says the next time he's faced with an opportunity to kill the Borg that he is ordered to a Picard's like, oh fine God. But in his head he's like, oh my God. <laughs> Data is with Troy in her office, and he explains that he's been trying to induce emotions, including sexual desire, by looking at a robot on robot porn. (laughs) Troy suggests trying to feel angry again, but Data only wants to focus on positive emotions. She says that some negative emotions lead to positive results, like being angry at someone and throwing a Molotov cocktail into their (laughs) picture window so they lose everything they care about and potentially even their life, and then going to Disneyland for three days to celebrate. Data (laughs) says after he killed the Borg, he felt something. And Troy asks him to name the something. Data says, pleasure. (laughs) (laughs) Schadenfreude. Cut to Riker activating red alert. Dinner time already? In response to a distress call, that was a false alarm. The third of the day, the Enterprise continues to monitor the area for the Borg. Picard spends time reviewing an old episode where Hugh was introduced. <laughs> <laughs> Journey comes upon Data trying to recreate his experience, strangling the Borg and the holodeck. It's not working. Like the holodeck isn't working, but the experience is not eliciting an emotion response from Data. <laughs> Meanwhile, turn out that distress signal. Turns out that distress signal was real, after all, and the Borg are attacking. Picard lays in a In in an intercept course, Dorn is like, man, we're like so close, like 30 seconds away from being about to fire on them. The Borg ship comes on screen and disappears. Data says the Enterprise is being pulled into some sort of energy matrix. They break out at the other side of the Matrix with the Borg ship coming about to face the Enterprise. They fire. Borg appear on the bridge and open fire. Dorn shoots the shit out of them. Franklin died and people move on immediately. Unlike the usual Borg, the Borg ship abandoned their dead and peace out. Crusher manages to stabilize one of the Borg. He has a name, Croesus. Croesus? Who says he was given the name by the One who will destroy Picard. Picard throws out his old gang name, Locutus, and the Borg doesn't (laughs) respond to his questions about the One, if it's you or not. Krosis starts manipulating Data, trying to tell him that the Borg can help him feel emotions. He asks Data how it felt to get angry, and Data, Data said, Data said, Who am I? It felt like, I want you to know that. Anyway, Data actually said it felt good to kill, but references his program that allows him to have conscience. The Borg eggs on, and Data struggles with the mounting anger that he can only feel emotion if he kills process suggests data should kill geordie to feel that feeling again data agrees he would to feel angry (laughs) geordie explains to Riker and picard that the borg have lately developed conduits throughout subspace that are opened or closed with certain tachyon signals or something dorn and his ponytail report that a shuttle (laughs) nearby is trying to trigger the conduit Riker asks who was on board and it turns out data and the borg prisoner are the passengers Turns out Data and the Borg prisoner are imposters. Picard et L <laughs> discuss whether <laughs> Data is aboard willingly or not. Riker rings the dinner bell again. They chase the shuttle to the surface of the planet, but can't locate Data or the Borg guy. Picard decides to take, like, the entire crew down to the service to find these two and leaves Crusher in charge. I knock over my pouch of Capri Sun and swear. Frank looks at me concerned and thirsty. <laughs> Troy finds some kind of observatory building and the away team with her, Picard, Geordi, and a no-name. Check it out. It looks like Franklin but the writers couldn't have made that kind of consistency <laughs> error. So I ignore it. Holy shit. I look away, but they all go into the building and guess who's there. A whole bunch of Borg and Data's uncle, Lore <laughs> joins him and state their intentions and destroy the federation. The end. This is the end of the entire <laughs> series.
1: <laughs> who's this Dorn guy? I that know, I, yeah. I just thought it was funny that we just call him Dorn. I love it. And his ponytail. <laughs> Dorne of oh. his ponytail report. Oh my god,
0: it's so funny, but I have to go back and like and be able to read it because the stress of like reading it without wearing my glasses
1: and trying to think, like, okay, I want the re- I want the listeners to understand, but I'm like <laughs> I think oh. you I think you'll really appreciate it when you go back and read listen it yourself. Yeah, or and it. listen. Oh, Even King. Albert Epstein. The end. It's the end <laughs> of the series. <laughs> There's the no end. part two. That was the series finale. There's also, you hanging. Laura's oh. Data's brother, but I called him his uncle. I know. <laughs> you me sound like an idiot. Yeah, well, <laughs> I get to do part two. I know. Fuck. Setting you up. What did you think of the episode, though? Because you said you hadn't seen it in decades. I was so disappointed by it.
0: Oh no! Because there was no lore in it. I didn't realize it's not it until the second one. Like he's the cliffhanger. No, well, that's okay. I mean, I wasn't so, so I wasn't so disappointed. But I was like, I put it on at six o'clock in the morning. First of all, <laughs> and I was updating Trello, so I wasn't giving it my full attention. But I'm so over Data and his quest for emotions, man. Just.
1: Oh, I know. And so this is before his emotion ship, obviously.
0: Yeah, but it was kind of a good dark foray into it, I thought, with the whole yeah. Like, kill. Yeah, I Stop think. It. That- Stop oh, it. Yeah, it. was It was good, but it wasn't. I think I'm going to enjoy the second half way more personally. Oh, absolutely. And I don't like that chick that comes in the Admiral. What the?
1: Who? That hair. Who does she well, think she is? I know. And just and like when picard was like yes sir but also she was just such a bitch about it like i'm sorry do you think that like picard and his little teeny tiny ship are going to be able to defeat the borg he do you remember when he was one of the borg like dude does doesn't want to revisit this shit man no, and like the Borg are hardcore. So, like at the beginning, when um, the people in the outpost were injured or dead or whatever, and Data was like, "Oh, it looks like it's a Ferengi weapon that it's be- that wounded one of them." It was because the Borg had taken over one of at least one of the Ferengi and had yeah. assimilated their weaponry and used it to um, you know assault these people. And I just kind of thought like they're kind of like my worst nightmare. But also I want to be one of them. Like, oh the, Borg, like the Borg Queen, but also oh. like my own whole body, not just a head and spinal column. Or, I right. don't know, be like Moira Rose and change up your body like she changes her wigs. There you go. That could be okay. <laughs> yeah. Be like the <laughs> many heads of
0: Moby or whatever the character's name was from Return to Oz. It's, a, it's so scary. I haven't watched it as an adult, I don't think. And I, I kind of want bother. to because
1: no Uh no i did that with jurassic park like i watched jurassic park or tried to recently because that i think you know the story where my i was like nine years old and my dad takes me to see jurassic park and at the time i didn't know that dinosaurs were actually at one time real i thought they were like unicorns or some shit or angels and um and then not only were they real but they can be very easily brought back to life with just a piece of amber with a bug in it. And then you're dead because you went to the porta T-Rex ate you. And so we had to leave the theater because I was so sick and scared. And then we tried to go again and I had to leave again because I was so sick and scared. And then just like in adulthood, I tried to watch it and I'm still like, I don't, I don't like it. Anyway, children's movies, not that Jurassic Park is a fucking children's movie. Jesus Christ, just the beginning of it. Anyway, um, they're terrifying. You know it's um, not terrifying? My rewatch of
0: Seinfeld. The only thing terrifying is some of those jokes you can't say anymore. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> not there's anything wrong
1: with that. Oh my god. Oh, I some love Some of the that. episodes are just wrong with that. We're on season I five. Stop. Yeah, it was <laughs> the pool was cold. I was in the pool. Dolores. Man.
0: Um, uh, the junior mint one was one we recently oh. watched
1: the puffy shirt one we recently watched. Um, Have oh. you ever seen Curb Your, Enthu- *Curb Your Enthusiasm*? No. Okay, so it's by Larry David. So mm-hmm. Seinfeld was Larry David and and Jerry Seinfeld, and um, the character of George is based on Larry David mm-hmm. in in his life. And so it's an HBO. It's on Crave. Mm-hmm. You, it's it's all the things that you want Seinfeld to do and so it's like it's got the swears it's got the terrible terrible situations where you're like just cringing the entire time it is amazing yeah I've um yeah it's it's incredible yeah um what is this podcast about Star Trek (laughs) it's about Seinfeld and and succulents (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I liked the episode. Um mm-hmm. uh mostly because I hadn't seen it in a while and mostly because I was like I had to keep stopping and like choke laughing as I was writing the synopsis and then thinking that you would really like it. Um I loved it. Oh god. You know, I like what like, we're doing with this. Me too. I think this is the new normal mm-hmm. for a while anyway. Um mm-hmm. before we get distracted about something else. Mm-hmm. But uh I I enjoyed it. Um I like any episodes of the Borg are cool to me. And it's funny because I was like, oh, yeah, no, they definitely got their names from Hugh. But it's, obviously, it's Lore who's infiltrated somehow. And, um, yeah. Hello. And then mm-hmm. Data's, like, striding out, like, we will take over the Hall of Adoration. Yeah, anyway. Um, i this glass of wine pretty quickly, so.
0: Do you want to do some fast facts? I do. In his foreword to the physics of Star Trek, Hawking joking or um, Stephen King jokingly wrote that after winning the holiday card game, he called Paramount Pictures to try and cash in his chips Federation credits, but they didn't know what the exchange rate was.
1: <laughs> that's <laughs> cute. cute. I loved his smile. He was having such a great time. I know.
0: I love it. I think that's such a great mm-hmm. opener. One of the best.
1: Yeah. yeah. Also, the amount of makeup on that guy to look like Albert Einstein. I'm like, <laughs> just, just find an old guy. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to, like, Mrs. Doubtfire this person. <laughs> uh, Hawking, while appearing as a guest star, asked the crew for a tour of the Enterprise. When he saw the warp drive, he said, I'm working on that. Mm-hmm. What a cool guy! Right? Yeah. So beyond
0: anything I can even comprehend, like the level of (laughs) like what he, how he computes, how his brain works. I can't even like, it's amazing to me. People who are at that kind of caliber of genius. Yeah. Um, the math, the, the physics, the, I invented new math like what you can still do that that's a thing like I can invent do that invent a I new way to bake bread but like yeah <laughs> numbers are numbers like I don't know yeah <laughs> it's just I don't I don't get it it's like how I don't understand how cameras work still it's still
1: things did you ever make a camera with a Nestle quick uh like chocolate box oh no. pinhole camera no. yeah I still don't get it either it's dark magic like, man yeah how does it take a picture of what's happening and then you can print the picture yeah freaks me out how am i on camera right now and you're looking at me and i'm looking at you we're talking in real time yeah well the matrix it's your turn either the brig Oh,
0: either the brig continues to be remodeled or there is a continuity problem with respect to the controls for the force field that closes off the prisoner cell. In this episode, a crewman sits at a control console and activate-deactivates the force field. In Star Trek, the next generation I-Borg, a crewman trapped or tapped a panel on the wall to operate it. And in an even earlier episode, Picard himself was able to turn it on and off with a simple voice command. Come on, guys, figure it out. <laughs> what is How it? What are you Pick one. How oh, many updates makes- do
1: you guys do? <laughs> Yeah, no doubt. Updating. Do not turn... Do not empower your... Anyway. Enterprise. Although many Borg appear in the final scene, only 11 extras were used, limited by the available wardrobe Fair. They were multiplied using split-screen overlays. Huh? Dark magic again, man. I don't get it. Split-screen overlays. I, I know. I still don't understand how, like that one episode of Crusher and the ghost fumes were all over her. I'm like, how are they doing that? I know. Anyone. Anyway, anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, this is why we don't work in movie magic. Oh, <laughs> 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 just use your imagination that it's happening. <laughs>
0: I would just be like, you know, when you watch like something and there's the person in the closed captioning the bottom doing like the sign language. And it's just me like, now imagine around here, there's like a ghost <laughs> thing and it's just the
1: actor with like a blue screen or like <laughs> a poster of a beach and they're supposed to be on the beach and I'm just throwing sand at them in like a water. You're like turning lights on and off. Yes. And yes. Then- it's a storm. <laughs> 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 I was, like, blowing on them with a fan. <laughs> I don't know. About that
0: <laughs> I think we should make a movie like this. I think should <laughs> <do
1: a movie. laughs> The only thing we can use for special effects is whatever we have in our houses right now. <laughs> oh God. I have some candles. Well, uh, oh, that's for the seance. Ooh, And then I have some hairspray to make a fire thing okay 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 sure. we can get yes. into this we can do this yeah. uh, following
0: the <laughs> th- <laughs> dramatic pause <laughs> i'm i'm so hungover. i'm like falling asleep i'm so, so sorry no, i'm like
1: i'm drinking wine it <laughs> no, <and> i'm <laughs> looking at i'm like rosé oh, yeah. <laughs> Rose. It's oh like, worst worst. <laughs> sorry oh god <laughs> <laughs> this is um, not a mudslide or a fucking white <laughs> russian <laughs> the <Clambuca>. um, <laughs> oh gross I'm doing my mouth is doing that thing where there's a lot of saliva right before you throw up anyway oh, God.
0: okay following the phaser battle on the bridge just after Riker declares that Franklin is sorry Franklin okay it's Franklin <laughs> Okay. Just after declare, Riker declares that Franklin has been killed, another security officer steps onto the bridge from the doorway just behind Riker. According to production artist Andrew Probert, <laughs> original blueprints Probert uh, original blueprints for the Enterprise D bridge that door leads to a restroom.
1: That's good to know that there's a bathroom, so like accessible on the bridge.
0: There should be. That makes
1: sense. I wonder what a Starfleet bathroom looks like. Oh, I guess. You know, just like the quarters or whatever. Same, same, same. The banners (laughs) inside... Deep thoughts. The banners inside the Borg Fortress display the Borg emblem designed by Rich Sternbach and first seen aboard the Borg ship in Star Trek, The Next Generation, colon Q, who, 1989. However, the emblem is displayed upside down, oh, reflecting the status of these Borgs as renegades from the Collective. Very cool. I like much, that. Much like another leader oh, who utilized a otherwise peaceful symbol and just tilted it to the right.
0: Yeah. All those people with those peaceful Tattoos. We <laughs> mm, wanted to get rid Yeah. Oh, <sighs> um. See it or skip it.
1: Dan. Dan said, Dan said "See it." Mm-hmm. This is actually a borderline see it for me. I like seeing data act all pissed off and murderous because we never really see that. But at the same time, it looks. A little forced at times, and frankly, Franklin, I am a little tired of the whole data wants to have emotions aspect of the show. Fair. The Borg are sinister and show individuality, which is cool, but that ship is just god-awful ugly. When the cliffhanger of Lore was shown at the end, I was extremely underwhelmed, though. The sons of Sun. Ugh. Yeah, fair. I mean, I get it. But, like, what else are they going to call themselves? Dan. Bill said,
0: see it. It's not my favorite data episode. It's not my favorite
1: lore episode.
0: It's not even my favorite Borg episode. Something about it just works for me. And I really kind of dig it. Well, you said a lot of negative stuff, Bill, and then you say you dig it. It's a a horrible review. It makes no sense to me. (laughs) I said, skip it. Oh, but I put it on, I watched four minutes of it while writing an updated script for this podcast episode. It didn't grab me much at all, but I look forward to the second part, more lore. But now that we've talked about it and I've read the synopsis, which was brilliant, but it also kind of brought back some of it to me that maybe because it's a season finale, I'm going to say see it because it's got a cliffhanger there are some good moments in it because it is it is a nice reminder that this is the first time we're seeing data act this way because i'm so used mm-hmm. to the emotion chip movies and all that kind of crap Me too. so if i actually put myself in that place of like you've been watching this series for six seasons and then you're seeing this i'm like okay yeah that's worth seeing so i changed my mind I'm, I'm gonna say see it
1: well see it because if you want to see the second part then it's you know worth seeing just you know it's 40 yeah. minutes or something whatever and what there I'm are doing? some there are some good parts. Dorn in his ponytail, oh. mac and cheese for dinner, and the Diarrhea. rest. Diarrhea. I'm just going to let that echo in people's heads. Duty.
0: duty, Or the um, amazing conversation of Troy wanting to know what kind of things Dana did to arouse himself. I know. like, uh, Did it work, uh, she asks with a smirk? I know. Let's try that this something. It? That's something that I like to do. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Let me just put on that song, Nightbird, and we'll... uh... Okay, would you rather be trapped in the brig with Data, who has emotions, or
1: Q, who has no powers? Q, who has no powers. They would both be equally terrible, because Data would be insufferable, but more so than usual. And Q, I think, would be very whiny, but at least he's handsome.
0: (laughs) I think that's a very fair, fair route to go. I agree. Oh, my God. I was just going to say, what episode are we going to do next? Clearly, we're going to do Descent Part 2. DP 2? Oh, Jesus. And I'll be writing the, <laughs> <I> <laughs> write the synopsis for that one. And I'm so excited for it that I'll probably do it sooner rather than later. Okay. This has kind of amped me up to be like, we got to do these more. We've got to push out some more of these off episodes. They're funny.
1: They are funny as long as people enjoy them. I mean, I think like I am trying like for mine and in when you did mine as well um you know we put in enough to give you a sense of what's actually happening in the episode mm-hmm. if you can't remember what happens but there's mm-hmm. also all these little jabs at each other that I think we like to do in good fun
0: mm-hmm. absolutely um I'm gonna pose a question just to keep the conversation going because um I like talking to you and I like talking mm-hmm. Star Trek with you if you could have gone I want to know what, if you were transported right over to Vegas for STLV, COVID, not a COVID thing, just like everything's Mm -hmm. fine, How and you had one day, walk me through that one day, what would be your goals? Who would you want to see? Who would you do? Tell me all about it. Who would you do?
1: Um, Well, first of all.
0: I would do the Guy Fieri main plate page of, (laughs) that's who I would do.
1: I want all that food. (laughs) You know, honestly, his restaurant was not terrible. We went there, like, good. three times. It was great. Yeah. Um. So, first of all, is this... Where is this? The Rio? Well, yeah. It doesn't matter. That's,
0: that's where it just happened, yeah.
1: I wake up. I look to my left. in the bed beside me, the other bed, separate. My best friend, Sarah. Oh, my God. I'm there. Yeah. We wake up and go... And we kick our feet a whole bunch, but also our feet hurt from walking so much. Yeah. My back and your. Oh, just, we're just older. um, I grab, like I just palm a handful of goldfish crackers, smash them into my face. That is my breakfast. We get ready. We look amazing because the water and the, there's the lack of humidity in Vegas makes my hair actually have some volume. So I love it. And we're wearing comfortable clothes that look pretty, but we're also super comfy. And then we go down and we get like green tea lemonade from Starbucks. And then we head to the vendor room because we're early before the stage thing happens. And we mm. do the vendor room. We both get some really cool things. I'm thinking the denim jacket that that we've admired. Yes. I'm talking another new hoodie. Yeah. Uh, so I so I would have three, and you would also have three, and then um we get to see like our faves on stage, like our normal like our Rikers, our oh sorry our Frakes, our Spiners, our Dorns, bad boys, Burbles. our Burton. So I've never met Lavar Burton. I would <sighs> love to meet him. I can't I wait would, for him to take over Jeopardy from that loser. That I really. Stepped so down. is he is he gonna? Yep. Is that the, is that official? Mm -hmm. Oh, that makes me so happy. Like, I don't know if LeBarberton's going to get it, but that other guy stepped down. Yeah. And I don't know anything about that other guy. I was just like, you're not Alex. You're not what we want. No. Anyway. Um, anyway. And so We'd just be together the whole time, and we would also ask some very funny questions, and everyone would laugh, and even the actors would laugh, and they'd be like, come on up here, and then we'd all do the robot together, and we'd go backstage, and there's a chocolate chocolate fountain as we've always hoped and I'm like I don't like chocolate and they're like turn around and there's like a fucking fondue thing cheese fountain cheese fountain with all the bread I could ever want and also some vegetables because we never eat vegetables in Vegas and then like we'd get ready to get our photos with the actors but like We'd bring funny props for them to wear and they would wear them and Riker would take the letter that we wrote him instead of me holding it awkwardly in the photo in my hand like last time. And <laughs> and then on the way back- <laughs> our room to like refresh, I would just randomly throw 5 bucks in a top dollar and win $50,000. <laughs> and then I would give you $25,000 and then we would immediately lose all that money on a craps table because we don't know <laughs> how craps works. And you'd get some the the cool cigarettes and oh. you would offer me one and I would be like just cuz we're in Vegas and I wouldn't inhale but I would. <laughs> and then we would Freshen up. We would go to our own fabulous little lounge area that we we identified, and our friends would be there, like Baron and the rest. Give remember <laughs> their names because it's been so long lisa and tim and giles anyway um yeah like i would i want them all to be there and um astra and the rest and then we would all go for like a karaoke night and robert picardo would be there and robert beltran would be there and (laughs) all the roberts are there all the roberts are there it's amazing there's Caesar salad. There's no carrot coins. There's garlic bread. So it's a very garlic heavy kind of dinner meal buffet, but it's covered and like, we don't have to pay for it. And then we sing karaoke and you and I sing, um, rivers in the street. What is it? Okay, yeah. That one, that's our <laughs> duet. And then everyone claps and then we like crowd surf (laughs) to um uh the hallway and then by this time it's 10 30 p.m. and I'm getting kind of tired and John's texting me, like, hope you're having a good time, and I'm like, It's okay. And then um we go back to the room and we have a cocktail and we watch an episode of Long order featuring Chris Maloney. PS, have you seen the the magazine he's in? Uh yeah. Uh yeah. Oh. And then we turn the lights out but we're too excited to sleep and so we sing a bunch of Disney songs and kick our feet again until we fall asleep. And that is the end of the day. That was <laughs> <Sounds> amazing. <laughs> it's like I was
0: there. Oh, I,
1: I want it. the denim. I want the denim jacket. Yes. <laughs> you could totally put the fan sets pins on the jacket too. See, so I don't have anything I can put pins on right now. Everything I own is leather. <laughs> Who am no. I? Neo from the Matrix. <laughs> second, <laughs> second Matrix <laughs> reference. I love it. Yeah. I felt like I was there with you.
0: Do you have a day? Do I have a day? How many days can you put in a day? How many hours are in the day? Okay, you know what? <laughs> Twenty-four. What? The alarm goes off. It's eight a.m. That's sleeping into me. That's like extremely yes. sleeping, and that's like the day's almost over sleeping. in. but eight a.m. alarm goes off. I bolt upright, screaming from a <laughs> night terror, and I wake you up. <laughs> horrifying and you're in your bed I'm in my bed and we've everything hurts because we're we have our own beds so we're like uh, like exploring the space that we have in a bed by ourselves for once and I don't know what to do with it and I get up and I my face is puffy Oh. from, from, from the drinking and, and dry chapped lips. And my nose is there's a little bit of blood from just <laughs> the dryness of the air conditioning, but in like after a nice shower and a good toothbrushing brushing and, and the magic of makeup, ready to go. And I, and I, I'm down at that Starbucks and I'm getting an iced coffee and I'm getting one of their Turkey bacon sandwiches, telling myself that it's a healthy choice but yeah. when you have like two or three, it doesn't really count. Uh, and you load it up with ketchup or whatever. And we see like, you know, Armin Shimmerman at, at the Starbucks. And I, I'm like, you know what? Let me get your coffee for you. It would be an honor. Nothing and I feel like no, you're not getting a venti, sir. <laughs> That's like, come on this is Canadian, a Canadian currency. I'm trying to convert here and I can't yeah. make that happen, but I At a hotel Starbucks. You know, it, I've, it just I've ruined great. it now and I'm going to just walk away and no one paid it. Now you're going to be asked by security to, it's a whole thing. So it starts off as a rough day. <laughs> At least you look good. <laughs> we look great. Something comfortable. <laughs> this is sporty talking. We're in something. I got sweatpants that look like fancy pants and, you know, the Bra straps aren't falling and there's no weird sunburns. Everything's, everything's moving and grooving or it's really comfortable cosplay. That actually looks nice. Is that possible? Can we do that? No. Uh, um, pending. Patent pending vendor room. You talk me out of buying a commemorative plate. Cause you're like, Sarah, you don't even have the one you bought the last time. You don't even know where it is right now. Why are you buying another plate? How are you going to get that home? Um. I actually end up buying more non-Trek related things like, like walking dead. Like that's always what I end up doing True. or I buy action figures that are still in the pack. And I'm like, Oh, I forgot. I already have this one. Now I've got two. So I give it to you and you love it. And we run into everybody and we see everybody and yeah, it's not, it's too cold in there and I have to get yeah. a sweater from the room and my feet are sore. Cause I'm backtracking so much. Oh, I just it's just everything you said too. It's just so good. All the it's So much fun.
1: Yeah.
0: You <laughs> <We laughs> both look good. 50000 dollars The Star crap. Trek slot machine. Yeah. Oh, and I get my complimentary bottle of get a get a couple bloody Marys. You tip her a dollar and she comes back with another Bloody Mary. Oh. Bloody Marys and menthol cigarettes. That's a
1: good that's the name of my role. memoir, my book. <laughs> And we're not talking about the drink. <laughs> oh no!
0: Oh god!
1: Yeah. I re- I and then we get it. to see
0: Bill and Dan in person. We get to see ah! everybody. From the, we go to the party. We we do a, a live p- podcast recording of Rewind. <laughs> oh,
1: god, get the kids out of the room. We're going live.
0: <laughs> this is happening. Oh, can you imagine? And then welcome Jonathan Frakes pop and locks himself onto stage and he does an interview with us for rewind. We do a drinking game rewatch of the episode Rascals. Oh, oh I love it. It's our happy place. Next year. Hopefully. Next year, maybe we'll see if we can get do something podcast related next year.
1: That'd be great. it would be horrifying. I'd also want to like pop out to go to Ross, but I understand if it's just a day that we don't have time for that, but uh-huh. also like I've gotten like so many great things at Ross.
0: I love Ross. I got, I got it at Ross. Ross. <laughs> <laughs> All right, girl. Okay, I did it. This is it. All right. Yeah. You should go to bed. Yeah, I know. I'm tired. Make myself a coffee.
1: Ooh, make myself an iced coffee. Make an ice make an iced coffee. I'm going to do that. That sounds good.
0: I'm still going to do that. And then I'm going to plant my seeds. What maybe. are you
1: making for dinner tonight?
0: I don't know, we have a lot of leftovers from the party, so
1: Oh yeah, okay. I could
0: always do tacos or maybe nachos.
1: Nachos. Oh, mm. well, that sounds good or like an enchilada casserole. That does it. I'm making french onion soup from scratch. Ooh. Thanks for asking. I've never are you done gonna it. Have the Oh my god. Yeah, with the toast and the fucking gruyere or whatever. I got swiss instead. It'll be okay. But I'm making it like from scratch um with an arugula Lemon parm salad on the side. Unbelievable. Yeah. Who are you? Well, John's coming over. So, I'm gonna well, there cream. you go. You got to do something nice. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. I like it. I can't wait to hear all about it. I want okay. pictures. I want pictures of
0: those animals you saw too that you claim okay. to have seen in Ontario.
1: Why don't I just like quickly show you right now and just get your um uh, uh reaction in real time? Well,
0: you know, you're frozen. So, we'll see how that goes.
1: I got so many mosquito bites, dude did you i'm still like recovering like they're yeah. gonna get to the the sort of neon purple stage soon enough
0: Oof. Know, like,
1: they're gonna scar there's no way around it
0: brutal that sucks yeah. anyway those are the worst and then you like accidentally touch it and it activates it and it becomes itchy again
1: i yeah. it was so bad i like showed john he's like oh my god your legs like because I I got all of them kind of all at once because I was out at dusk but I was wearing pants so I thought I'd be fine anyway now I know what calamine lotion does and I had to apply it in a bathtub because I had to apply it to my whole legs and that helped but I was like popping Benadryl I had like 25 bandages on so I wouldn't scratch because it was so bad because I We don't have mosquitoes here. And so I don't have any natural immunity at all. And anytime I get, this is why I don't like outdoors because the outdoors hates me. Also look how tanned I am right now.
0: I know, I'm seeing that. Mm
1: -mm -mm -mm. See you on Friday. Oh my God okay yay
0: awesome all right so that does it for another episode of rewind because we talked about star trek at some point so thanks for sticking with us people yeah. as we make plans god i should edit this one um if you want to get in touch with us you can go to the com website and do different things like giving a voicemail to us can you give us a voicemail <gasps> Can someone please send us a voicemail i would love that i know um or you can come to uh twitter and find us on trek as trek rewind and just say like, say something like hi I listened and it's funny-ish. Like, thanks. I'll you take that. That it. sounds great to me. Yeah. Um, so thank you to um the Trek Geeks Podcast Network for like still allowing us to be a part of the
1: podcast network. I and, am uh, shocked. Amazed and appalled yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm disappointed yeah. in them that they allow yeah, this content. Kind be, of. They have all these great like
0: science station, politics, like smart people talking smart stuff. And then here's us being like, I want no carrot coins
1: <laughs> i mean <laughs> i feel great look great my clothes are comfortable ten we're going to bed like this is what we do this is but place. i mean at least yeah like whatever like we whatever. have some shit to back it up like at least we like star trek and like talking about it god totally um um
0: so yeah thanks for putting up with us guys thanks to the patreon and thanks to five-year mission and uh thanks for fansets and and just thanks everybody stay safe stay happy hang in don't, there don't don't be a dick um to anybody just keep being
1: keep being cool cut it out oh okay until what? next you to know <laughs> that i'm uh, i made a
0: reference to that and jillian was like sorry it's not my generation i don't know I'm like, oh fuck you Get out of here!
1: Get go out of here, loss. Kid. Go go to, go, go to law school. school. Figure it out. Go, figure it out,
0: kid. You'll know, learn a lot. Lettice yeah. is going to teach you. She's going to be there when you least expect it. It she hurts.
1: Die, I when I was chatting with Cheyenne about something, I'm like, oh, you know that episode of Friends? She's like, what's that? I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> you don't know Please. what fucking Friends is. <clears throat> and even now, I'm like, well, you probably wouldn't like it anyway. Ugh. All right. I'm Date Mike. Okay, love you. Please nice to meet me. I love you too. Talk to you soon. Haley frequencies closed. Bye. Bye. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.